Welcome to, I called it the Soul on Fire chat today. My name is Eva Palekova and I am the host for today. And I am a business soul strategist for visionary female entrepreneurs who are here to build a new paradigm on earth. And what I do for a living is that I work with my clients in my practice to create incredible custom aligned strategy that lights their soul on fire and that allows them to be, do have it all. And what I'm curious about is what are you currently on fire about? What are you currently dreaming about? What are you being pulled by? Maybe it's a modality that you're diving into that you're really excited about. Maybe there's a trip that you want to take. Maybe there's a new learning. Maybe there's a new mentor that you're working with. Maybe you're researching and exploring something that, you know, maybe there's something in your business that you are putting together that is like really, really lighting you up. And I want to know what sort of adventures you are excited about because adventure is such a huge, huge deal for me on my personal journey. And that is because I have a three line on my human design and I'm going to talk about what that means. Anyhow, there's a lot going on in my world. There's a lot of, there's so much exciting stuff going on. And I was trying to wreck my brain about how do I even package this into something that makes sense that you can take away with and something that, you know, it's not like just stuck a bunch of discombobulated pieces of information and pieces that I'm on fire about. So, because... I'm diving into human design with my friend Luz. I am diving into gene keys. I'm diving into recapitulation and death rites with my friend and mentor, Christina Schwind. I'm diving deep into manifestation, prosperity, mon money with another mentor whose name is Melanie Layer. And I'm deep, I'm in this deep exploration phase. And there is something that is also truly needed for us when we go through this phase, and that is anchoring of these things and embodiment and living these things. And so I want to have this show to kind of bring some pieces together for you so that we can start kind of anchoring some of the new frequencies. <sighs> so before I go there, before I dive into today's topic, which is the soul on fire and everything that goes into it. I want to kind of give a highlight to a couple of my mentors who I work with and, you know, give them credit. And I'm doing this because I don't see much of it being done in our industry, because I think in general, we are sometimes scared to do that. And I know I have been scared in the past to do that because we're afraid, like, if we give credit to so-and-so, then our clients will work. Why would the clients want to work with me? Why don't, why don't they work with them instead? Right. And then I realized I came to this understanding. Abundance comes when we do the right thing. And it's not because we did the right thing, but it's because of the frequency. Right. Because when we are hiding about something, when we're holding something out of fear, there is something about that that just makes your aura sparkle a little bit less. And from everything that I've observed about how abundance comes to me, how clients come to me, 
I always get clients when I am on fire, when I'm excited, when I get into this sparkly, you know, excited uh, way of being. And when pride gets in a way or fear gets in a way or lack gets in a way, that all just kind of goes away. And then it's a lot of hard work and a lot of struggle. So that's one of the reasons, you know, and, and the, and the other one is I am so completely obsessed with what my mentors are doing. And, you know, if I wasn't, I wouldn't be working with them quite frankly. And I love learning from other people. I love, 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 love this so much. And one of the things that really makes me happy is when I get messages, like for example, this morning I got a message from Mickey who was in a visionary circle in the past six months. And she's like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited that I got to work with Christina because da, 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 right? And those are some of the things that really, that just really, really make me happy when other people get what I'm getting. So, you know, this is, this is just to give you a nutshell, my two favorite mentors with Melanie, it's sort of like, She's got this incredible $45 million business and te she teaches abundance. And I'm like, this is really cool because she has 12 employees and she's able to run this from this feminine space. And I'm like, how are you able to do a $45 million business with 12 employees? Because when I was at like, um, well, we were on track for 5 million. It didn't quite happen, <laughs> but we had, we had a million dollar quarter, a million point three dollar quarter. And I had 12 employees at the time. And I was going like, oh my God, this is too much. I can't handle it. This is like way, 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 way too much. You know, so when I find somebody who's figured it out, I'm like, okay, I am going to watch and learn. And I also absolutely love the way she um, tells stories. And so I'm learning that from her as well, because she's able to draw people in, in a way that uh, I have not seen other people be able to. So I'm just like, oh my gosh, let me learn from this person. And then with Christina, you know, it's interesting because with Melanie, I can kind of see, okay, this is how she got there. This is the path. This is who she is. Okay. I can get my wrap, uh, wrap my head around it and I can kind of see, okay, this is, if, if you kind of integrate these things, this is where you're going to end up. Now with Christina, that is quite different and quite interesting because when I think about him, I'm like, I don't even understand who you are. Like, who are you? You know, because some of the skill sets that she has, is like, I don't even understand. Like, it's so beyond my current, my level of understanding that I'm like, I just, yeah, that's, that's that. <laughs> you know? So, so, so it's quite interesting. So I just wanted to credit to these two wonderful human beings. And there's other people I work with one-on-one uh, -on -one, and uh, I take classes and I do courses and there's a lot of things that I, you know, I will be bringing in and I'll be sharing with you as I go. So, soul on fire. I cannot talk about lighting your soul on fire without talking about my journey with human design. So, for those of you who are new, number one, I'm not an expert on this. I'm literally just taking my own journey. Right. And you kind of do need an expert for this. Or you can go into the mindhumandesign.com or org and kind of download your chart and start diving into it to see where you're at. But this is one of those things that is so crucial and so necessary to understand when we align ourselves and when we start aligning our soul strategy. And that is because the things that I found out about myself 
And then I look at all the mistakes that I have done in my business and all the things that didn't work. It starts making sense. So instead of going, oh my God, what if I fail again? You start understanding why the things you did didn't work out, why they were not meant to work out and why you were pushed to go in a different direction. So human design is interesting because it's not like a, well, it has some personality stuff, but it's like the main thing about it is that it's classification based on how your aura works. There are four different types. Reflectors are like only 1% or 2%, so I'm not going to talk about them at all. But there is projectors, there's manifestors, and there's generators. Now, generators and manifesting generators form about 70% of the population, so they're the majority. I am not one of them. However, the vast majority of my clients are manifesting generators and some generators. And my daughter is also a generator. So I'm very familiar with generators and how they operate, how they like to run their business and things like that. Okay. Now, I will share a little bit about the projector journey so that you can see how important it is to understand this. Projectors are interesting humans. <laughs> As I found out, we're different and we're unique. We're about 22% of the population and we operate extremely differently than the majority. We're not generators. Generators have a motor inside of them. Generators love productivity. They can do a lot of things. They can be consistent with things. They have a lot of energy. As long as they're aligned, they can do a lot of things, right? Now, I live my life, my entire life, as if I was a generator. And I kept burning out and I didn't understand why. Projectors, if you have a projector in your life, they're interesting because they are, their ore is designed to absorb everything that is going on. Their ore is designed to absorb you. Put whatever you're going through or whatever you're feeling, sense, and put it through their system. And they have an aura that looks like this. It's like literally a cone-shaped aura, and it's designed to plug into yours and deliver the information that they're meant to guide you with so deeply. It literally like gets activated within you, and it delivers, and it's like, and you're like, oh, I get it. So that's the projectors. That's me. We're not designed to do a lot of things. We're not designed to actually even be the leaders. We are not designed to initiate, which is where a lot of my mistakes in the past came from. And the generators are actually not designed to initiate either. So there's a common theme between us. The generators are designed, their strategies to respond, what's going on around here, the projectors are designed to, to even deeper, even more filtered, we're designed to wait and respond to an invitation, to a specific invitation from somebody, like somebody taps on your shoulder and says, hey, you should join this program, or somebody sends you an email, hey, I'd like to be a client. That is how projectors work. Now, I did it completely the other way around. I was educated by an entrepreneurial system that tells you, you have an idea, you grab it by the horns, you make it happen, 
you cozy yourself in a basement with beer and pizza. You know, that was that was the kind of the old school masculine, you know, what they taught us when I did my MBA in entrepreneurship at the University of Texas. That was like the thing, like, you know, that was like, that's what you do. Like you have an idea, you people put together and, and you do it now. That is not a projector or generator way to build a business. It's just not. That is a manifester way to build a business. And manifestors, unless you're a manifester, which is 10% of the population, they're even more rare than the projectors, okay? Unless you're a manifester, that is not a way to build a business unless you want to burn out. Like have your ideas in isolation and then bring them you know, and, and bring them and then tell, tell everybody what to do and all that. That's a manifester. Okay. They are the only ones who like their ideas are really what's meant to be implemented for the projector, which is me and some of you who might be watching this, or maybe a family member, or maybe your son or your daughter, or maybe uh, a close friend, those, the projectors part of the population we are meant to guide and some of us are meant depending on our numbers and lines and whatever we're meant to put our hand in a fire sometimes we're meant to trial and error and we're meant to uh, be the role model but that also depends you know on, on the other things and, and the lines and things like that so the aura of the projector can be super super sensitive we're also, in my case, I am an amplification machine. And that is true for a lot of the projectors. We, it's so important who we associate it and who we sit in the same room with. Because we are plugged, in, plugged into these people and we are there to guide them, but we are also absorbing a lot of that energy. So for me, I found out it's extremely important to be in an environment where I really feel inspired, where I really feel lit up. I'm surrounded by people who are on fire themselves. I'm really uh, absorbing some of that good, positive energy. And where I ran into issues, oh my gosh, so many times, the burnout for the projector and the bitterness, and bitterness happens when we're surrounded by people who, you know, we're constantly working with clients who are, you know, maybe in the more wounded places and we're taking all of that in and we're not really getting the good juice and we're not connecting and, and, you know, and literally it looks like plugging into people. It looks like we're a leech, but we're really not. There's like a back and forth flow that goes on with people who really inspire us. So that's a projector. Now for the generators, it's really interesting because the generators, and that's the majority of, of the people listening to this, I suspect, the, the biggest driver is satisfaction. When building the business, the generator needs a marketing and business strategy that is really going to make them happy for lack of a better term it they need to be doing things that bring them satisfaction right and they need to try on different things maybe they try going live on a personal facebook profile that doesn't feel good like i did that last week but it didn't quite quite feel good i couldn't quite bring the freedom into it i didn't quite 
you know, it just wasn't it, right? So I said, okay, I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna go live in a small group when I feel a little bit safer because I know the people who are watching, they kind of get me, you know, I can connect to even the people who watch the replays, like they get it and I can, I can feel the energy and I can feel the energy of the people in the group, it feels good, right? So similarly for the generators, they kind of need to test and see what works for me, what makes me happy, what, what satisfies me, what feels good, right? Not what everybody else is doing, right? So maybe it's a podcast, maybe it's a YouTube channel, maybe it's a newsletter that you're sending out, but finding a way that really works for you, that really, it's like, okay, I can stick to it. It's going to feel good, okay? So now... I have a, a thing that I want to bring to the conversation that I think is common for the projectors and for the generators. How do we know that something is really for us? And for me, it's what I call the follow the fire strategy. And this is a conversation that I want to have with you guys. When you look up your human design profile, there's going to be two numbers in there that you're gonna be given. And a lot of people that I'm surrounded by have a three line, either the first or the second number is a three line. And I see this with like almost all of my clients have a three line. A lot of people I attract have a three line. And the three line has a lot of adventure and it has a lot of fire and we have to follow our inner fire. And as long as we do that, according to our inner authority, whatever it is, everybody has a different authority. You know, I have a splenic, which means like I can instinctually, oh my gosh, yes, this, right? It's that kind of thing. Some people are more emotional decision makers. Sometimes the fire is really big. For example, in 2014, at the, the beginning of 2014, I was really into, I got really into Whole30, following Whole30. I don't know if you guys know what that is, but it's a very clean eating and diet, and it was paleo-ish. It was super clean, organic, no grains, no sugar, yada, yada, yada. And as I started reading about this, I was like, oh my God, this makes so much sense. You know, all this like a USDA pyramid, you know, how you're supposed to eat and all these things they tell you to eat, like that makes no sense, right? And I had this like thing, it's like, how come there are no restaurants that support that? I was in Colorado at the time and there's literally, it was, there were some gluten-free places, but there was not really a foot full sit-down paleo restaurant, let alone a restaurant that had a menu that supported people who have autoimmune disease, which a lot of them are on AIP paleo or where an AIP paleo kind of thing. Now, I don't follow paleo anymore. I, it's kind of like a paleo. I'm leaning now more towards like vegetarian, pescatarian, sometimes even vegan. Um, but anyway, that was my journey at the time. Okay. So the fire it was like so strong, I, I couldn't even explain it. And I was like, oh my gosh, I need to make this happen. Within six months of this being lit, the restaurant was open. When you 
And I'm curious if you've had this experience. I want to know if you've had this fire in your life and that you're like, okay, this needs to happen. And you gave birth to something really, really fast. So for me, <laughs> within six months, literally the restaurant was open. Now, the circumstances were not something that I wasn't, I, I didn't have the money for it. I didn't have the experience. I didn't know how to cook, let alone manage a restaurant, let alone know anything about how commercial kitchen works. Nothing about the codes, nothing about team management. Like I didn't know any of these things. I had no idea how to even put together a menu. I was like, oh, I got to find the chefs. Like it was going to, you know, I don't even have the restaurant. Like who's going to, like which world-class chef is going to go like, oh, sure. I'll set up a restaurant with you or I will help you set up this restaurant. Like, you know, knowing, I know you have no idea what you're doing and you didn't even have the money for it. So, <laughs> but here's the thing. When the fire is there, when you're like this clear, when you're like, this has to happen, it just somehow, somehow miraculously things come together. So here's what happened. I didn't have the money. I was like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. There is literally days after I made this decision I still had my corporate job. I was working for Dell, okay? I was doing corporate marketing and things like that. There was an email that went out, like literally days after this decision, and the email subject line was VSP, Voluntary Separation Package Open Now. I opened the email and it says, we need to, we need to let some people go if you would like to be let go, we will pay you four months of pay to leave. <laughs> so like, okay, I'm in. Thank you. I'll take the four months. I'm going to go and open my restaurant. It's, it's like that. You know, it, it's like that. <laughs> and then there were all these other things that started lining up. I did some Indiegogo raised money that way. Uh, you know, friends contributed and then got a loan through a nonprofit in Colorado who was just like, we're going to, you know, support these, these people who obviously <laughs> don't have the background or the angel funding or whatever, but we want to support them. So I teamed up with them and it was, it was just crazy how that came together. And then you know, I was like, oh my gosh, menu, what do we do? I literally was like learning on YouTube how to cook a salmon and experimenting. And we were started putting together the menu and me and two other women in one of her houses, like cooking all day long, like testing different things. Then we're going to put this thing together, you know? So, <laughs> and I just found out, it's so interesting, Christina, who I mentioned, she just messaged me yesterday. Oh yeah, I used to be a regular. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, why didn't you tell me that? And then somebody on her team I had a session with yesterday who was clearing my energy in the morning. She's like, oh, I used to go to your restaurant all the time and in Boulder. I'm like, why didn't you tell me? So crazy. So, you know, the, the thing is like with this fire, when it comes, for us who have this three line, this adventurous three line, the biggest mistake that we can, we can do is lock ourselves into it, okay? 
because we're here to experience different things. We're here to learn. We're here to integrate everything that we have done. We're here to, to sit with the experience. We're here to learn. And eventually, we're here to move on and sell it, you know? So when you know you're like that and you from time to time, once every few years, you have this fire. What we need to understand about ourselves that for some of us, we're not here to commit to one thing for our whole life. We're not here to do that, okay? When we get there and we build a thing and we find out it doesn't work or it's not out of alignment or we have a different thing we need to pursue, no problem, we move on. When we're in a relationship that is not quite you know, the thing that it's, it's not working, no problem, we move on. And this is where the rest of the society is very, very different. It's like everything that I've heard from my business coaches, you gotta commit, gotta do the thing forever and ever and ever, even if it doesn't work, just keep doing it. And it's not that it doesn't require commitment, of course it does, because some fruits just need time, you know, especially when you're building following an audience and whatever it is, like it needs time. But when you're in a business and you find out that there's something else that is going to allow you to bloom even more, then you got to be willing to kill it or sell it or whatever it is. Where I have gotten trapped so many times in the past and I've only been learning about this recently is like, oh my God, I don't want to do it, but then I feel guilty and then I'm going to let everybody down and what do I do? Uh, right? So we have a choice. We always have a choice. We can follow our dreams, but when we get there and it doesn't work, kill it. You have a permission to kill it. And when you know that that permission is there and that it's always going to be there, you become a whole lot more freer to go do the things you do want to do because you know that when you get there, you have a full permission to let it go. So... After a few years in the restaurant, you know, the first two years were so, so hard, I will tell you. First year and a half, I didn't take a single day off. I was there 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. the next day, drove home, slept, do it over and over and over and over. Because I had to learn about systems. I didn't know how to delegate. I didn't know how to hire the right people. I didn't know how to be effective at, as a leader. I, it, it, there's so many things I didn't know. I've worried so much about clients being happy. It was like, it was the craziest thing, right? Then I had to start learning. I had to learn how to, you know, set up systems, how to hold people accountable, how to step, uh, step back and things like that. So I went through that phase and I learned that and I mastered that because that's what I needed to learn and master to be able to delegate, to be able to take a step back, to be able to trust people to do their job, things like that, right? But eventually, eventually, there comes a point where I had to start aligning to becoming who I actually am, and that is a projector as an aspect of me. That means I'm not designed to be in a room full of people and make them feel comfortable. That is a generator thing. They have more of an aura that is more welcoming to everybody. They can make the restaurant full of people happy and have fun with it. I am more of a one-on-one -on -one person. I really thrive when I can connect with you directly 
and see into you and let's get together and create this most incredible business plan and like your marketing strategy, your branding strategy, let's vision this together. Like, you know, things like that. And that was really missing. Like I could have some of that with my, with my staff, you know, mentor them a little bit, but like, I was like, I'm like, you know, I can't like come to the people when they're having dinner and start talking deep stuff with them. And small talk is just not a thing that I'm interested in. You know, it just doesn't, do anything for me. I really like to go deep with people to really understand, you know, what's going on. Like we projectors are there to explore and understand other people. We get to know ourselves through other people, right? So it's so important to us to do that. So I transitioned out of that and, and started, you know, started business coaching. And first I was working with people who were in brick and mortar as well. And I was uh, teaching them how to set up the systems and things like that while helping them deal with the mindset around it. So that is an example of a big fire. When it's there, you got to follow it, no matter how crazy it is. Literally, no matter how crazy it is. Like, no restaurant experience, no money, no problem. You know, just do it. Because it does work out when you feel that fire. It's not stupid. You're not crazy. Just follow it. Now, oftentimes, that fire is not there, okay? How do we get to the big fire? Is that we learn to follow the small fires. And that is what, if you feel called, there is an invitation over the next week to take this on as a homework and learn to follow and feel the small fires. And what does this do for you? If you're a projector, if you're a generator, in order for us to receive the invitations or to have something to respond to for clients to come to us, right? Instead of us initiating and chasing because there's the manifestor game. In order for us to be the sparkly thing that people just want to approach and work with, we have to follow our fire. We have to do what makes us happy. It's literally like self-care, but to me, like self-care is like, I'm going to take five bubble baths, no thanks. You know, that's going to get boring really quickly for me as the adventurer. But it's like, figure out what really, what is the things that feed you? Or not even figure it out, because that's not the way to go about it. Literally set up a lot of time, a lot of time to just follow the little fires. Maybe like, oh my gosh, I want to go research this thing. Like Gene Keys is on, on the program right after this. I'm going to go and do a Gene Keys course. Maybe I'm going to go send out an email. Maybe you're going to share, you know, maybe I go live here and share with my community. Maybe I, you know, send some direct messages to the people that I feel called to connect with. You know, we can go back and forth a little bit. Maybe I attend a, a little projector meetup. Maybe I go to uh, go and attend a class of one of my mentors. Maybe I channel a little bit of stuff for my next master class. Maybe I take... Uh, Lexi out for vegan ice cream, you know, whatever it is. And I, or maybe I go to the beach, you know, maybe I go shopping and, you know, buy something nice for myself, whatever it is. Kind of learning to follow the inner fire. And then as we do that, we learn to do that with these bigger things too. For example, I just bought a house, I think like three months ago, four months ago, something like that. It was like this most unlikely thing that I've talked about before and I'll talk about again, but I manifested this house, which is like, holy cow, there's no houses on the market. It's like, 
I manifested this and I own it. And it's, you know, I bought it like very, very, very under market. And I'm so, so, so glad to be here. And then I thought, you know, being the adventurer that I am, hmm, I wonder, I wonder, what if there is a, the perfect buyer for this house in the market? And I'm not ready to sell. Like, I'm not selling. I'm not like actively like looking for a buyer. But I just had some pictures taken. And I send it to a friend who is a, who is a real estate broker. And I'm like, just in case, like, here's the price point that I would sell it for, which is a lot more than I bought it for. But just in case, because I know the prices are crazy. And a lot of people want to live here because it's a blue zone. You know, it's, it's like the prices just never go down. It's, it's insane because literally everybody wants to live here. So I was like, well, you know, what if? Like I could build a different house, you know, in a location that actually works better for me, but it's a lot less expensive. Like what if, you know, I could make two, 300,000 on that. And then, you know, next year I don't have to worry about generating any income. Year two, whatever, you know? So there is... You know, and then you're like, what if, you know, what if this could work? Like, I don't know. I'm not attached to it, but what if, right? So then you just kind of start following the little fires. Oh, I feel like texting this person and sending her the pictures just in case, right? And then we just start playing. Like, not everything has to be this heavy commitment. Like, I'm going to commit for, to this for the next two years, and I'm going to do this many masterclasses and launch every five weeks, and uh, you know, that is the way I used to do it. And it actually works. For some of the generators or the manifesting generators in my program, they really love the retreat strategy and launching all the time. For me, that is too much of a commitment. Like for me, what's more appropriate is like a one-on-one -on -one work and a lot of adventures. Very, you know, once a week I can go live and do these things. Once in a while I can do, you know, a public masterclass or something like that. And I really love recording different sequences and codes that come through that can help my clients. and courses and things like that. So there is this like fun energy and this playful when you get into this like, hmm, I wonder, you know, and you get really creative and you see, you start seeing like options and possibilities all over the place rather than this like stress, like I have to do all this in order to generate the income that I need in order to do the things I want to do, right? It's like, it doesn't work for me. And at the same time, like for me to feel safe and secure, I have to have a certain amount, a certain, you know, level of prosperity in my life so that I can actually follow these things. So, you know, I had to ask myself, what is the experience that I want to have in this life? What is the experience of this life that I want to have? And my answer to that is like, I want to be blown away. Like, I want to say, oh my God, this is so good. Like, this is so good. I'm working with the most incredible mentors. I'm learning, I'm researching, I'm exploring the most fun things. I get to share this with my clients. I get to share this with my community. I get to work with the most incredible clients who just light my fire as much as I light theirs, you know, experiences that blow my mind, you know? And, and that for me, like, that is so important. Like that is the life that I want to have. So if, if you kind of resonating with this, like I invite you over the next week, just like start noticing, start noticing the little fires. Like, what do you feel like doing? What do you feel like looking into? Because it is part of your strategy. It's literally part of your business strategies for you to sparkle. And when you sparkle, 
people want to be around you. So, one more thing to this, because this, follow the flow, that's a lot of this feminine energy, right? This fun, and I'll get this download over here, and this inspiration, this idea. There's a lot of the feminine energy in that. Now, in the past, years ago, I was like 90% in the masculine, everything was scheduled, like everything was like pre-planned and I was kind of following it and worked really well. Then I flipped, I got really burned out on that. It was like, I just want to do whatever I want to do. I'm not going to like follow any structure and none of that, right? What I'm finding is a balance between those two things. And for me, I find it important to have a lot of freedom and flexibility, but to also have a divine masculine container for some of these things. Like not a lot, but I need systems and grounding and a container that holds space for me to be able to go like this and have all the fun and to follow all the things that I'm gonna follow. What does that look like? For me, I have to have certain things set up, right? House cleaning, babysitting, have somebody on my team who does all the, you know, the video editing, proofreading, putting everything that I do in here, 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 you know, a few hours a week to do the things that I want to do because, you know, technology is not my thing. I have to have a strategy set up for my business I have to have a group that I feel comfortable streaming in. I have a newsletter. I have a, you know, people who are my email list that I can send an email to. You know, it's, it's things like that that I need to have built up so that when the downloads come, when I feel like there is an energy that wants to teach, wants me to teach something, right, or to share something, then I have the system set up to plug into. And there's still a lot of flexibility. Like I'm not going to commit to doing a live stream every day or like twice a week or anything like that that is too constricting, right? Like once a week, okay, as long as that feels good to me, right? Emails, I never time. I never say I'm going to send it on like this time frame. Like emails, I need my flexibility within that. Podcast, same thing. I record a podcast when I feel like it, but I don't feel like being on camera, but I feel like I, I have something to share and I'm just going to record it into my phone and hit podcast, hit send, and it's published immediately as a podcast. Like, I just need divine masculine container for all everything that I'm doing so that I can, I can play and I can flow and I can plug into it when I need. This is a different topic, and this is for those of you guys who are who have been for years studying with Dr. David R. Hawkins. So I want to talk about energy, energy clearing for a second, because it makes such a huge, huge, huge difference in my life and what I mean by this. Where I got stuck in this journey of following my fire, he said something along the lines of, don't play in other dimensions because you will pay the ticket price. And I translated this as stay in the 3D. <laughs> 
And everything that had multi-dimensional title over it, I was like, uh, danger, bad stuff, don't go there. What I've learned is that, yes, he was right and too late. Because we have been it all. We have been the citizen, the incarnation, and the whatever of all these other dimensions. And we have lived many lifetimes here and we have done it all and been it all. And ignoring that that's a fact actually can really be detrimental to living a full life in this existence. So I will just speak openly. And for some of you, this might be a little bit terrifying, okay? And if it is, that's okay. Sit with it because, you know, it used to trigger me like to no end as well. But because we have lived this multiple life and because we have played in different dimensions that were maybe not so great and, you know, and it was usually due to our own innocence and not really knowing what we were doing and so on. There is a lot within our light body that is not necessarily supposed to be there. There is entities, there's implants, there's structures. And when you wind up in a situation where every idea that you have gets consumed by something, and you end up like, oh my gosh, I have this bright idea, but then you second guess yourself the next minute. Oh my gosh, I have this bright idea, and then it disappeared, and there was nothing, right? Like, when it feels like you're fighting a battle against yourself, here's the deal. You might not be fighting a battle against yourself. It might not be even your own mind that is saying these things. And for me, this journey over the past 18 months has been a deep, deep cleansing of my light body. And there's layers, and then there's layers, and then there's layers, and there's more layers. Some of it is through healing my traumas. A lot of it is through healing my traumas and dissolving the stuck energy of all these traumatic childhood and adult events that are stuck in my emotional child is dealing with stuff and I have to heal all of that. So that's one thing. But then there's other things that I would not be able to see without an, an outside help. Okay. And this kind of happened to me when I started delayering some of these things and then I come up against something. And I was actually two days ago, I was driving Lexi and I was like, oh my God, I feel like there's something on my face because I'm so sick and tired of this voice whenever I have an idea. And this voice is like, well, who do you think you are? You're not worth it. Are you actually going to stick to it? Like what's going to happen? Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, I know that's not the truth, but why is this happening? Okay. And then I had this feeling like in my psychic vision, I could see like there was something sitting on my face. And then you can kind of ignore these things and you can call yourself crazy <laughs> or you can listen to it and say like, uh, it's just what it is, whatever, and let it go. Or you can say, you know, this is my life. My life matters. 
okay? My life is important. I am important. My light body is important. And I'm going to do what I need to do. I'm going to take care of myself. I'm going to work with the people I need to work with to be as clean and as clear energetically that I can possibly be, okay? And then you can invest into either increasing your own skill set and, you know, energetic protection and things like that down the right way. Or you can work with somebody to help you remove those layers. And I will tell you, that is like one of the single most highest ROI investments that I've made in my business. Like yesterday, I sat with somebody in the morning and what we removed out of my light body, you would not believe. I cannot even tell you because if I told you, it would be like, Okay. And it was a result of some past life contracts and agreements that I've made like eons and eons and eons ago that I would never be able to get through just through trauma healing. Okay. And when it comes down to that, like you need somebody who is actually knows what they're doing, right? Who is very, very experienced, who is the real deal and who is all about sovereignty. Because when it comes to the multidimensional space, we have to be sovereign. We have to not get hooked by anything, right? Because what Hawkins warned against is like, you know, people get so fascinated for, with what Baba on the other side has to say. And then we end up in those situations with these things in our light body and implants and things like that that are controlling our mind without us even knowing. And I've had client after client go and take this journey and delayer these things and work with the folks that I work with. And like the result is like, I can't even tell you. So that's number one. Number two, for me, the journey has been even to get to the point where I can see that I have an implant or I have something or I have an entity. It was a journey of working with the psychedelics and working with ayahuasca because I was so, everything was so dense. I had no psychic vision. I was like, I don't have a psychic bone in my body. Like, what are you talking about? Like, I, like there's nothing. And it took so much delayering and de-densifying of all those things that I could actually see for myself and have the intuition to say, okay, I think I'm dealing with something and it's seeing it on my face or I'm dealing with this and I can feel and I can sense, you know, that kind of thing. And then go like, okay, you know, call, call a mentor or call somebody that I work with and say, okay, I need help with this. And this is like, we, we, there's, there's an empowerment that needs to happen around this. And I'm not an expert on this. I'm not, not, not the person that can help you with this. You know, this is, I can put contact information for you in the chat or you can DM me and I can share the people that I work with. But I think I'm talking about this because I think there is an empowerment. Like we need to understand these things as leaders in the new paradigm, those who work with clients, even as you know, business coaches, like we need to understand what is driving the thoughts and we need to understand and, and gain some skills around keeping ourselves clean and clear and keeping your energy field clear of all these things that come in and they want to, you know, like suck a little bit of energy over here and like, you know, tell you something over here because there's so much of this. Okay. So I'm hoping that this lands 
for you that this this is not like the scary thing that you're like, oh my God, what is she talking about? Because it's like empowerment, you know? This is like when you own, when we start taking our power back and when we say, you know what? This matters. My energy matters. My frequency matters. And I'm going to treat my light body the same way I would treat my physical body, you know? My physical body needs good food. It needs nutrition. It needs exercise. It needs sleep, right? Our light body needs some, some doctoring too. It needs some releasing. It needs some cleansing. It needs some, you know, some, some work, right? So it's, it's so, this is so, 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 so important. So I just wanted to share my experience and tell you how, how important it is. Like yesterday after the morning session, my life changed. My life literally changed. And then I'm driving and it's, it's quiet. So these things can have a huge impact, especially when you don't have the energy to pursue the things you want to pursue. You have to. You have to make this a goal. or You have to make this not a goal. To make this a priority in your life so that you have the cleanest, most brightest frequency that you can possibly have on this journey. For now, what I really want you to take on is like really follow the fire over the next week. Give yourself this experiment. Do the things that really feed you. It's not going to work overnight. You're not going to be like, I've been doing fun things for two days and nobody's coming and asking me to be a client. But, but do this. Like do this for yourself. Have more fun in your life. Do the things that feed you. Put some masculine container around it so you can do that for yourself. Set up some house cleaning. Set up some babysitting. Have some, have some time for yourself. Set up some energy clearing for yourself. If you feel called, do a human design reading so you can understand who you are. So thank you so much for being here and I will see you soon. Everything, if you are getting value out of what I share in this podcast and you would like to give back, please consider leaving us a review or rating on iTunes or sharing this podcast with a friend. I would so appreciate it. Thank you so, so much.